It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources. No Boyd today. You got Ethan Millard. I'm filling in. By the way, uh, so let me let me show you just a little bit of information with you just briefly, because I feel like I owe it to Alex to mention this, but we're still doing the Nightside Project. We do it as a podcast. You can find it wherever podcasts are, uh, including the KSL News Radio app. We still do it, and uh, we still love it. So uh, hang with us whenever you're out jogging or you know doing whatever you need a little podcast to listen to. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, though, let's talk a little bit about the summer that we're having. And, you know, what's been interesting about the economic activity in the United States is that it's been phenomenal in some places, dismal in others. And even as all of us take f- steps forward together, they're, they're not they're not. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not the same. Right. It's not it's not an equal advancement forward. Um, some companies, some individuals, some industries will sprint out forward in terms of advancing pay and opportunities. Others, others will, uh, remain further behind. And, and we've seen that coming out of COVID. There are a lot of families that are still struggling coming out of COVID. Uh, and, um, we want to talk about that a little bit. We've got Jeanette Bott, who is with the, uh, Utah Food Bank. Jeanette is the president and CEO of the Food Bank. And Jeanette, our understanding is, this is why we brought you on, is that there's a real acute need for food in your organization. You know, it's been amazing to watch on so many different levels the impact that, you know, COVID and the pandemic have had on individuals, on families, on businesses, you know, not just across the state, but, you know, across the country and globally. But, you know, Utah has always had kind of a camaraderie, if you will. You know, we here at the Utah Food Bank, when we put out the call for help, people rally. And here at Utah Food Bank, we're responsible for the whole entire state of Utah as far as our area of service. But you're right. The recovery, the opportunity, the change for families, it's coming in different levels at different times and in different ways. So food truly is the one thing. It seems to fall to the bottom of the budget as families are trying to fill in the gaps with everything else that a family requires. Yeah. Well, earlier I was on with Debbie uh, Dujanovic and we were talking about the high housing costs. And, you know, it's recommended that um, it's recommended that housing not be more than 30 percent of your income. But for many Utah families, it's significantly over half their income to be able to live uh, in uh, in a home that's suitable for their family, and sometimes it's not even suitable. And and in that case, if they're spending so much to stay out of the streets, they're having to give up. They're having to cut costs on groceries and on food. Well, and if you look at expenses like transportation, or perhaps it's daycare, or if it's an issue with health, and they maybe don't have insurance, or I mean, there's such a multitude of things that families or individuals are impacted by. 
what do you decide to keep and what do you decide to eliminate? You know, do you keep the lights on and the air conditioner, the cooling working? Do you keep the car running so you can get to work? If you pay for all those things, food seems to continually and very easily fall yeah. to the bottom of the budget. Yeah. Well, and, and you end up with low, uh, with, with uh, food of low nutritional value because you're going for bulk. You know, you're going for, for quantity over quality. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Our state has changed the look and feel of, of folks that we serve. You know, over the last 10 years, for example, so many different refugees have, have come to Utah to help enhance our culture and to, to make it a, a different look in, in who we are and what we do. And with that comes different dietary needs. Or perhaps it's someone who's suffering from a, a health issue like diabetes. Or, you know, it isn't one size fits all. And to your point, it has to be nutritious and it has to be something that's positive for people. Yeah. So tell us, um, what does the Utah Food Bank need right now? What do you need from us? So as it is right now, we always come back to businesses during the summer. You know, as individuals and families, we do what we do in the summer with our kids and our vacation time. And, you know, this year more so than ever, not being able to vacation perhaps last year. We're, we're doing a lot this year. But those families who need help are in desperate need of help during the summer. Kids are not in a regular school program. Some of the, the lunches and, and breakfasts they were receiving at school or even during the course of the summer aren't in place like they were for distribution. So we always turn to businesses and we do our summer food and fun drive. We ask businesses to help us to host a food drive. It can be a physical food drive. If you are all working remotely from different locations, you can come to utahfoodbank.org and do a virtual food drive. But we need food time and money throughout the summer months so that we can continue to fill that gap. And uh, I know also uh, cash donations always go far, don't they? Well, we do. You know, we've got operating costs. And when you think of, of, of getting food to folks throughout the entire state of Utah, you can only imagine our transportation expense, our warehouse costs. So money is important to us. But more importantly than that, our buying power with a dollar from you, we can turn into about $8 worth of goods and services. Wow. And 96 cents of that dollar is going to programming and only four cents to admin costs. So we're running as, as best we can with a, we, we, we call it lean and mean, and we're, we're we're diverting the funds to the to the actual program to help those. So your dollar really will be stretched in many different ways, probably better and a little bit differently than you could if you were to shop yourself retail. Well, a lot of families uh, make regular donations to the Utah Food Bank. Of course, you, you accept food donations. But I happen to know that not every – not literally every food is an appropriate donation and that there are families that will bring things to you that uh, out of the goodness of their hearts, but they're not usable. <laughs> what what are some of the things you really need us to stop bringing to the Utah Food Bank? Well, you know, anytime anything is in a glass bottle, it's difficult from a transportation perspective. So please, nothing that is in glass, nothing okay. that is has been canned at home or is homemade. Okay. You know, if grandma or grandpa passes away and, and they've got food storage in their basement that they've had since you were a kid, this isn't the place to bring it. You know, we end up having to trash it. And, you know, rule of thumb is if your family won't eat it, we don't expect another family to. Okay. So just be cognizant of what your family enjoys, of what your kids like, and another family will enjoy those same things. Look for things that are low in salt and sugar, things that are nutritious. You know, now there's something to be said about, you know, we all joke about talk ramen and mac and cheese. But the thing about those, sometimes if a child is home alone, those are things that a child can fix. Yeah. And that's better than a child going hungry. That's right. Yeah. We always ask for things like peanut butter that a child can make a sandwich. So it's really easy for us to guess what we think people's nutritional value should be. 
but it isn't our place to recognize that that we have to select what other people should eat, let them eat what they want to eat. So the donations that come to us provide such variety that our pantries can allow the families to choose what it is they want. That's wonderful. Well, if someone, uh, if I were to want to host a food drive, uh, whether at work or perhaps in my community or family, how do I get started? So I would send you directly to the webpage of utahfoodbank.org. There's all sorts of, of, of drop-down boxes and tabs with instructions on how to do either a physical food drive or the virtual food drive. We have folks here with phone numbers posted on the webpage that can help you as far as instructions and, and ideas. Um, the other thing to remember, you can do an online donation. Um, you can even tell us online uh, from the list of foods that we have on there which of those you would like your money to purchase, and we'll restrict your funds and buy just that item if it is peanut butter or tuna fish. The other thing is remember that we need volunteer help. We're starting now to bring folks back into the warehouse. So if you have a youth group or if you have a corporate group or a family you'd like to spend some time with us, we'd love to have you come back. So food, time, and money. And, if you know, if you're a business, there, there's a lot of opportunities that are happening. Les Olson Company is accepting um, donations at their public from the public at their locations in Salt Lake, Logan, Ogden, Linden. Salt Lake County Parks and Rec are doing a food drive through the 19th of July. The Midville Car Show on the 17th will be accepting food drives. So there's lots of places outside we're bringing it to a food bank or a pantry in your area that'll be hosting these kinds of events as well. Yeah. Uh, well, it uh, when you see the Utah Food Bank out there in the community, make sure you give them some support. Jeanette Bott is the president and CEO of the Utah Food Bank. Jeanette, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. Have a great day. You too. Great information. Let's get out there and make sure that uh, every family in our neighborhood feels our support and gets what they need as we're coming out of this uh, COVID time. Because like like we, we mentioned, not every family's recovered at the same rate. There's still people struggling with unemployment or underemployment. Um, even others, other families are doing phenomenally well. And we know what to do, right? We know what to do. So uh, we got to grab a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're 90% out of Afghanistan. But are we making a mistake? Are we doing the right thing? I don't know. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be up front. I'm, I have my doubts that we're doing the right thing. We'll be right back. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.